members of the OG army get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of the other ground live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is August the 18th. It is a Tuesday. We are back, and I no longer have to carry this show on my back. How's it going, Jay? <laughs> it is going excellent, sir. Uh, I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys along for a ride. Uh, how'd your day go, boss? Uh, I'm lucky to be here. Um, I got off call probably about oh, nine minutes ago. So, yes, it is a typical Tuesday in corporate America. So, yeah, that's something. <laughs> uh, I am also lucky to be here because we almost died fucking twice driving up to Port Austin on a vacation. Uh, the first the first one I can't I really attest to because I didn't see it. She's, and she said that was uh, all might have almost been closer to death than what happened later on, which scared the fuck out of me. So she's, uh, I was looking the other way and she was like, oh, shit. So like someone came close to hitting us. Uh, but the one that happened maybe 10 or 15 minutes later down the road uh, was uh, something out of a fucking movie, dude. <laughs> it's a This is a two-lane two highway uh, that goes for a very long stretch of uh, time. Every once in a great while, they'll open up another lane uh, for passing. You know, like people are, that just want to stay the same speed, go over to the right-hand lane, and then everyone who's blocked up behind them goes faster than them, gets past them. Uh, and, but long stretches of it also have uh, dotted lines, so you can pass. Uh, so we're minding our own business driving up to Port Austin, and you know, I'm, I happen to be looking up, and I see someone start to pass somebody in front of us. Uh, and he's not passing one people, he's passing two people. Oh, no, wait, he's passing three people. Okay, now he's right fucking there, and he still haven't tried to get into the... We, we had to drive completely off the road. Um and with not a lot of room because there's a ditch on the side to avoid this guy going 90 miles a fucking hour from hitting us. He never at one point tried to get back into his lane. If we had not done what we did, we 100% would have been fucking dead, dude. So wait a minute. You, uh, you said before, I think, before you left, that you were going to make the wife drive. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. So really, your wife's just a terrible driver. He was doing just fine. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't know about dude. I don't know about move on dude. That was fucking scary, dude. Uh we one hundred percent would have at least been in really, really uh bad trouble if we hadn't been paying attention to what's ahead of us on the road. Because uh, you know, obviously that guy's breaking eighteen different types of laws and I can't believe he rolled the dice on us getting off the road uh rather than admit that he wasn't gonna get past this guy. Fuck you know how fucked up that is, dude. Likely story, Jay. Always blame the other driver. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, it was a fabulous time. Uh, we had a really good time at the Port Austin. We stayed at the lovely Lake Vista Resort, which you should look up. Uh, I didn't want to talk about where I was staying before I stayed there. I figured that might be a poor idea. <laughs> but now that I've been there, people are more than welcome to check it out. Uh, they call themselves a resort, but they're kind of more just like a hotel. <laughs> like, you know, you don't wake up to, with to like continental breakfast in the lobby or at the, or have like a, a restaurant on the site or anything like that. Basically, they're just hotel rooms in a nice spot with a cool pool. Uh, you probably saw the videos and pictures I posted, so you know what I'm talking about for most of it. 
That sounds more like a motel, not even a hotel, Jay. <laughs> well, part of it is a motel. It's uh, like a double decker one where you you, you uh, go into the your room from an outside door. Uh, then it also has, I want to say, six or seven cabins, which are like you know, two bad little efficiency cabins on the on the other side of what they call their uh, uh, courtyard, which has a couple of the gazebos and grass for people to play cornhole or whatever the fuck they feel like playing. Uh, but they had, then it has six cabins there on the other side. And then on the other side of the, uh, parking lot, a little ways back, they actually have another complete building. That's where their, uh, deluxe suites are. They're like two bedroom, big fucking ass suites and a couple of efficiency apartments as well. Uh, but it's not a resort other than that. I mean, it, the resort amenities are a pool and a kayak launch, uh, which we our t- our room was right in front of. So that was kind of cool. Uh, cause we're, we were basically. 20 or 20 feet, maybe 30 feet from the water. Um, and our room had, our room was just a basic hotel room, but it did have a, a sunroom attachment to it. That was like just a whole bunch of windows. And, and that part was the closest to the water. Uh, so, <coughs> excuse me. The first night I used a futon out there and just slept out there because uh, I thought it'd be cool to have the waves crash and such, which it was, but it was also kind of really fucking weird because people would walk by whispering to, to each other and like sometimes get pretty damn close to the windows that I was sleeping right next to. So at two in the morning, you just heard in the halfway sleep start hearing whispers in your ear. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up uh, feeling, uh, but it was great. You know, we had a great time. Um, have you ever done like a small town vacation yourself? Why would I do that? I I, I have no desire to stay in the Michigan Motel Five Point Eight. <laughs> Look it up sometime. It's a cool little place. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't really the age group for us. Um, uh, there was a, uh, and it wasn't even so much that it was pretty obvious that a whole bunch of people were here together. And I'm, I assume, I know it had to have been at least a couple of different families, but like, these were like large groups of like two or three brothers and, you know, and their wives and maybe grandma and grandpa and, you know, l- large groups. Um, except for me and my wife. <laughs> So I, I'm sure it wasn't true, but it felt like everybody knew everybody else except for us. Uh, they, they had a mix of like, you know, 30 to 50 year olds and their kids and a whole bunch of grandma types. Um, it's a so very basically, late... no, uh-huh. basically you fit in perfectly. You just didn't have children. Like you are the age group that apparently this place, you know, is attracting. Well, there's a lot more older people than our age. Uh, there's only a couple other like, people in our what i call the 35 to 50 group um uh there was a couple few of those but there's way more old people because it's that that type of resort it works out well i suppose for people that uh, have kids and adults that want to go do shit uh you know the town's really close by if you're in the kayak and you can launch right off of there <coughs> excuse me while the old people just sit around the pool or under or under the uh one of the uh i can't remember what they're called i named them earlier uh pavilions oh yeah pavilions or things like that that's on the property (coughs) man i need some water sorry regardless the moral to the story here is jay took an old person vacation and turned his back on everyone that listens to the show and dropped his streak of consecutive shows yeah turns out turns out i didn't have a choice it was it was was just you know hurl your insults now (laughs) <laughs> it really wasn't my choice. It turns out uh, that their Wi-Fi wasn't working in my room, 
And uh, also turns out that I was almost out of data before I even left for this vacation because I very quickly ran out. And then I had the same problem that you did for different reasons. My internet was so slow, Podbean would not work. Yeah, and people tried to think that I was full of shit that with terrible internet, you cannot do goddamn thing with Podbean. No, you yeah, can't that's do that. That's a thing. You couldn't do a lot. It's, uh, you, as it turns out, the OG is pretty uh, low. Uh, internet is pretty internet friendly as far as that goes. So you could work around the OG. It'd be run slow, but it ran. But anything that required any kind of real speed didn't work at all. Like I couldn't look up radar maps while I was there because it wouldn't load them. It just sit there forever. <coughs> so Podbean was like that. It just gave you issues and shit. You goddamn nerd trying to check the Doppler while you're on vacation. Oh, dude, I I needed it. It was the weather was great eighty percent of the time that we were there. Uh, then Sunday afternoon it got scary for a while, uh, but never actually rained at our oh, hardly any where we were at. Uh, the hotel I'm at is right underwater of Lake Huron, which is one of the Great Lakes, and uh, weather gathered around us and ended up crossing across the lake. But like we only got the edges of it. It got really, really fucking windy. I mean, wow. The the most wind I'd ever been outside in, pre- in the presence of. It was uh, kind of scary. Uh, I was afraid. I kept one hand on my glasses because I was afraid I was going to rip the glasses off of my head. That's how fast the wind felt like. Uh, and it was bending the pole that the American flag was on on the property. You could see it like, you know, it was shaking back and forth. Uh but mostly just mostly just shaking in one direction because it was a straight line just one way. It was like the winds weren't swirling around. They were const, constant uh, in one direction. It was pretty fucking impressive. I thought we were going to see a cool-ass storm, but like I said, it passed uh, over the lake for the most part. Will you be sure to let us know when you take your next old person vacation, when you take your cruise to Alaska with the rest of the retirees? <laughs> no, me and the wife actually have it all planned out already. Uh, we've had, we've had enough of Port Austin for a while. We don't like being away from our dogs that long. So apparently we're going to have to go with like the camper route. So, so that we can uh, take our dogs with us when we go on vacation. Jay camping. That's, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. It's going to be more of the camping as in like campgrounds where they have RVs and shit. You just, yeah, we'll just have a not so awesome RV. I would assume probably something we can pull behind us. This is, this is in a couple of years. Uh, my wife's, um, lease is about halfway through. We got about a year and a half of it left. And then after that, we might lease something that can pull something. And if we, uh, if we're in a, in a good position, we would hope to be able to spend four or $5,000 on a cheap camper. Fair enough. Yeah. RVJ. Yeah, well, don't you've got you've got dogs. You don't want to leave them alone for long periods of time, do you? Even if you have someone watching them, it's still not cool. Not really. Like if I'm going to go someplace for a week, I'll go someplace for a week. All I do is hire someone that you know comes in like three to four times a day, plays with the dogs, takes them out, and does their thing. Like I, I think they're fine having a short vacation from me as well. <laughs> Like, ooh, we get a new person that will just come and just spoil us three times a day as opposed to the guy that's already here that, yeah, he'll take us to the beach and shit like that, but when we're being little assholes, he's not going to take any of our shit. <laughs> I don't know. We uh, we actually came home a day early. Um, kind of. We had rented out the room for Sunday night and Monday night, and we got there at like one or two on Sunday, so I had all of Sunday, basically, and the weather was fight- fan-fucking-tastic. 
uh, woke up Monday, Monday morning, did all the rest of the stuff that we wanted to do. Uh, I decided we were done for the night because we were, we had walked as much as we wanted to. There was a lot of walking around on our vacation. Uh, and we were going to get up tomorrow morning and go straight home so we could relax at home for a little bit. And you know, the weather rolls in and it's still uncertain. It's done a whole that windy thing. It's calmed down for a moment. looks like it might be nice again. Then we look at each other and we're like, you know, we're not doing anything more here. We're leaving first thing in the morning. Why don't we just go home and sleep in our own bed? We've, we've already got our day's use out of this thing because otherwise they would kick us out at 11 a.m. So it's not like we're wasting a ton of money. Uh, and since it was only a two-hour drive back, we decided just to pack up and go. Jay, even your vacation stories are sad. I think every <laughs> single vacation I have, I get to the last day and I'm like, well, shit, maybe I just moved down here. <laughs> the wife does want to move down there. Uh, she was she wanted to look at the, the prices for houses, like a couple of houses, a couple of properties down from us uh, where we stayed, because they had some cool ass shit. And you can you can we can get one of those houses for somewhere between two and five hundred thousand or four hundred thousand, depending on which one you get, and what the positioning is. Uh, those are like right on the fucking lake, though. Uh, they lo- all look like you could live them in them full time, but, but I kind of seriously doubt anybody that owns one of those does. Yeah, I don't know. At some point, I may buy something on the beach, so that'll be a thing. But it won't be in Michigan. <laughs> oh, dude, the weather was so fucking amazing. Uh, you know, with the breeze coming off the um, the lake and the fact that we had a sunroom with a whole bunch of windows in it, for the first time in my life, I've stayed at a hotel room in August, and I didn't turn the air con- conditioning on the entire time we were there. It was just, like, fucking perfect always. Well, I mean, it is middle of the summer. Like, this is the, you know, six weeks that Michigan doesn't have shitty weather. So, so yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And because it's right there in the water with the awesome breezes and, you know, just fuck. Uh, like, I, like I said, as far as I was concerned, the weather couldn't have worked any better because it only rained when we were done going places anyways. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, all right. But enough about my vacation. Oh, actually, more about my vacation. I saw a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, they apparently have a rental place there uh, where they can rent out like they, I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to call them. It's like a three wheeled stand up scooter. Okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think it has like bigger wheels than most of the ones I've seen. But they opened up a rental place for like that because I saw a whole bunch of teenagers uh, zooming around the uh, neighborhood, uh, and uh, for half a second I was tempted, but nah. And this is one of the rare occasions where I don't really have a problem with kids riding their fucking things in the street because it's such a laid back town and there's so little traffic like, uh, you know, that, and the speed limit is like 25 anyway. So they're not obstructing traffic or anything like that. They're just, uh, amusing themselves uh, the best they can while their parents have their boring ass vacation. So, so I was cool. I was pleased to see that there because I imagine most of the kids that or teenagers that end up in Port Austin unless they're into outdoor shit and kayaking, they're going to fucking hate the place. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, even listening to, I'm not a goddamn teenager, and there does not sound like there is any redeeming quality to where you just went. Oh, well, the pool was very nice. The views were awesome. If you like kayaking or outdooring, as I said, it'd be really awesome. I saw people launching up the kayak, uh, launch in the front of our hotel room several times, and they were having a good time. And people were swimming. I'm not much of a swimmer, though. So mo- most of the people use the uh, pool, but a couple of people did get adventuresome and go out into the lake, uh, which was, from what I understand, pretty active uh, 
over the last couple of days because of rainstorms before that. Apparently it flooded like that morning before he got there. So to see the sea, so the lake was really high and angry. Yeah, I'm sorry, but but if I'm going to go on a vacation, I'm going to, you know, drop some money on a vacation. I'm going to plan that around the three B's. Oh, what's that, sir? Those being beaches, bitches, and booze. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, I'm not huge on, like, go, sitting on the beach or go, going to the ocean or the lake or anything like that, so that wouldn't be for me. Um, but you, you don't think you'd have a good time kayaking or, like, mountain biking around the uh, area? Because there's a couple state parks with a whole bunch of trails, and it's a very outdoorsy sort of place. I could go do that on just like a random Saturday. I don't need to travel for that. <laughs> but there are different different levels to this shit. I mean, from what I understand, the kayaking there with all the scenery and shit like that is pretty hard to beat. Yeah, I uh, I I will stick to the three Bs. You stick to the old person people watching and <laughs> lusting after upper middle class retirement. Yeah, well, we have, we have agreed that we're going to save up our travel points. Uh, uh, the, the next time will be probably Vegas, so which means it's going to be a couple of years. Um, I'd like to go visit my friend Roxanne again, and she wants to gamble some. So the credit card travel points normally ends up paying for our hotel room and our, uh, <coughs> excuse me, and our airfare. So the only expense is actually being there. So which is why I said we have to wait about a year or two because it, you know, we don't accumulate pay, uh, points that fast. Well, we'll see about that. I think your next trip is in is an OG meetup somewhere. That would be fun. I'd be all, totally for that. It it'd probably have to be someplace I could drive to because plane tickets are expensive unless you get a good deal because the people want you to come to their state. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get with those package deals. I go to Vegas.com to get get my rooms, and you can get rooms in air for air for ridiculously cheap. Uh, I think. Well, yeah, last... you don't need points for a Vegas trip. Like literally, well, yeah. you can get to Vegas for like eight bucks yeah well it's a little more than that but if like like if you to stay for i want to say uh th two or three days uh last time we did it i think it was about eight hundred dollars and most of that's the plane ticket obviously yeah vegas is cheap as shit so yeah there's that yeah but i i don't want to go to vegas unless i have uh, you know I, i'd like to give my wife like five hundred dollars for gambling for two or three days and not have it hurt so because i don't you know i don't want to it, there's nothing worse. I'm not much into gambling. I'll probably gamble a little bit, but uh, um, I want her to have enough money to, to feel like she can do what she wants for three days as opposed to trying to conserve it. She only plays like, you know, the slot machines, so she can make a drag on for fairly long anyways. And when I do gamble, that's what I do as well. Um, <clears throat> so I would think I'd want to have at least a couple grand saved up for a two or three day trip to Vegas. Wouldn't that be about right for you? I don't gamble. So there's that. You you definitely sound Jay, you're sounding really old. <laughs> you really are. You're you take your vacation to old people, Michigan, and you decide, hey, that next trip I'm gonna take to Vegas and I really I really need to set money aside because I need to sit there and I need to play play my slots. Well, that's my wife. I would just be happy. I uh, actually last time I was there, I didn't hardly play any fucking slots at all. Played a little uh, table uh, poker, I think it is, you know, with those poker screens at the bar so you can get fr uh, free drinks while as long as you're playing with high enough bets. I did that a little bit. Uh, but last time I was there, I basically just wandered around and checked shit out. Uh, I stayed at the uh, Fremont Street instead of on the Strip. 
and it's that's a fucking uh, interesting place to stay. That's where I'm going to take my wife next time. I think it fits. Well, a, I hate to break it to you, but it. yeah. We're probably going to have an OG meetup. The place that probably makes the most sense is Vegas, and we all go yeah. to a fight and get absolutely yeah. hammered. Yeah, you know what? And that might actually happen, because uh, the thing I forgot to mention about my vacation is I went off diet a couple times, and I had zero issues at all. I had, like, three beers on uh, Sunday. It was over the course of, like, you know, six hours. I had one for lunch and two at dinner. <laughs> but I had no issues for that. I had fucking pizza, dude. I had uh, half of a small pizza and I had no issues at all. Um, but you, you know why that is, right? Uh-huh. You what? are taking what? literally double the medication. Yeah. So that might have something to do with it. I just wasn't getting enough before. <sighs> yeah, you're drowning yourself in medication. So yeah, you're probably not going to feel as much of the shittiness that doesn't mean that you get to go and just slam, you know, cans of Chef Boyardee. So you need to try to stay on, stay on task for the most part, Jay. Oh, dude, I'm done. Yeah, that was vacation stuff. It was, it was vacation stuff because I could take a risk and I had to bring my voice to be stuck in my uh, room uh, for a day or two. I can't, I can't do that shit when I'm working. So I'm already done with that. But I had a uh, three or four pieces of pizza. I had a caramel latte. I had two or three beers, uh, three beers, and I had a donut over the course of that time everything else i ate super clean like i'm supposed to but that was that was my uh, cheating for and it wasn't even almost so much diet cheating as it was like my gut cheating because it's all stuff that i knew could trigger me and i didn't have any issues with any of it so that Holy makes me feel shit, happy you rebel well it makes me feel happy because i it makes me start to think that possibly i don't have as many food triggers as i thought i did I just have a lot more mental triggers than i do well i mean we've been telling you that all along Right, and I, do, I knew stress and stuff like that, and other mental issues can cause the IBS as well as uh, a food. But I guess it was uh, the right thing for me to do was what I did, really, which is to cut fucking everything out, and you know, then see how that goes. Now that my stomach's doing okay, to start trying things here and there. Um, but I've already made permanent changes. I'm not going to go back to drinking coffee just because I had a latte that didn't hurt my stomach. Um, mm. I've already got to the point where it doesn't bother me that much uh, to not drink it. So I figure why start drinking it again, right? I mean, there's there are things to be said for coffee, but not the people that drink like six cups of coffee a day and fucking live off of it. Right, right. And since I don't do things in moderation, I'll just stick with water, I think. Yeah, that's a good... That's probably a good call, you fucking addict. <laughs> well, I told you that joke before. I've never met a drug i didn't like just a whole bunch i couldn't afford yeah that's probably not the best character trait but hey at least you realize it <laughs> oh yeah yeah definitely there's certain activities i'm just best to stay away from uh, pretty much anything that costs money i should probably stay away from uh shit all right dude uh, that was my vacation stuff i guess uh, what do you got for today uh, you know, I, I probably shouldn't have that much considering I had to do, you know, eight hours unopposed over the past few days. Uh, so there <laughs> is that, but a few things that are kind of happening in the world. Did you hear, uh, that there is, was a Charlotte Hornets, uh, broadcaster that was either suspended or fired. I'm sure you mm -hmm. could never guess the reason. 
No, I'm not even going to attempt to. <laughs> what is it, well, sir? The Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets were playing a game of basketball, and he tweeted something out about the game. Has to do with the Denver Nuggets name. Can you can you think of what he may have accidentally tweeted? Uh, I think I might have an idea, but why don't you go ahead and confirm that for me? Yeah, he uh, uh the tweet itself was talking about the shot making in this Jazz slash Nuggets game is awesome, and but instead of you know Nuggets, he was apparently just typing quickly and may have gotten auto-corrected and had a Randy Marsh moment. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Um. So, where Randy Marsh, Marsh, you know, was on Jeopardy and the answer was Naggers. And, of course, he answered a slightly different way. This guy went to type out Nuggets and got another word with an N and a couple Gs. Oh, you know, that's... That's so super duper incriminating. At the, on one hand, I'm sitting here going, "Wait a minute!" He he obviously he didn't mean to say that he uh, is going to get fired for a typo. Uh, but on the other hand, is like, "Wow, why did it autocorrect to that word so quick?" I know, and well, and obviously he came right out afterwards, apologizing everything, being like, "I have no fucking clue how that happened. I was just quickly trying to type this out. Like, I am super sorry." So at, at this time, he's just suspended, I guess. Right. He says he takes full responsibility for his for his actions. He's been sick to his stomach about it ever since, and he truly apologizes. I, for one, will accept his apology on behalf of the black people of the world, being <laughs> that I totally am one. But no, come on. Like, it is entirely obvious this was just a ridiculous mistake and he ducked up <laughs> well i mean but think about it though uh <clears throat> there's two types of autocorrect uh there's the one where it corrects the word into the word that you think it's gonna be or it, there's also the autocorrect where it it fills in the words that you commonly use even if they're not an actual word yeah, because I don't know if you've seen that or not on your Google thing. If you use certain things and certain phrases in certain ways, even if you spell it wrong, they'll start giving you the option of putting it in there that way. So, oh yeah, yeah ass hat pops up all the time for me for some reason. I don't know See, why. There you go. <laughs> so the the point of that being, there's the theory that he used that word so much that it comes up in his autocorrect. Well, maybe he's just a big fan of late '90s hip hop. And he, you know, shares lyrics with his good friends. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not saying this is a reason some dude should be suspended or, or uh, lose his job anyways. But that's kind of the impression as when you first you told me about it. I was like, oh, well, there's somebody who uses that word a lot, uh, which isn't a good look. But I'm not sure and if Dose, that's a I, I just have to cover. I have to quickly cover the chat here. Dose, that sentence that you put right there as far as what your autocorrect turns so did your grandfather just saying ah <laughs> uh, shit so but so the guy's probably gonna lose his job obviously i i hope not apparently this guy's had this job for a while like i think everyone can see that this was just a fuck up like come on now we have to draw the line somewhere as far as this over-the-top cancel culture bullshit yeah uh yeah, that's like I said. That's uh, even if that's I don't know. 
It seems a bit harsh for a mistake, obviously, but that I'm sure the people that want him fired are going to have the viewpoint I was speaking about. Got all those stupid naggers out there. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got tonight, boss? Um, so the state of Utah is currently being courted by Budweiser. You'll never guess why. Um, they're into cousins. I don't know. <laughs> no, Budweiser is trying to become the state beer of Utah and have oh. the first have the first state in the United States that will have an official beer. And I think they've uh, gone to Utah because they already have a bunch of silly state things like they have a state fruit, which happens to be the cherry, a state vegetable that happens to be the sweet onion, which sounds stupid. And even a state snack food, which is Jello, even after the Bill Cosby trial. <laughs> okay, you, you, Utah—that's what you said. Yeah, apparently they're grasping. They're one of those people that you know need attention. I can relate to them. Um, but I don't know about that, man. What you don't think there should be a, a state beer? Oh, I mean, fine. I mean. <laughs> I don't know how necessary those sort of things are. Like, uh, I'm sure we have a state bird. I don't know what it is. Uh, we have a state flower. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, we, I don't even keep track of what Michigan's got going on. I don't think I really, really care what Utah state beer is. Yeah, I think Michigan probably just has like a a state hypodermic needle <laughs> and crack spoon. Uh, shit, dude. See, the thing is, you're not an outdoorsy, like, hey, let's go camping sort of guy. That's the only, the really impressive part about Michigan. Not even the built-up part. The, the impressive part is where there aren't people, which makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, the, the best part already... about Michigan is where you completely are away from anybody from Michigan. Yeah, that actually makes complete sense, Jay. Thank you. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying there are not some bad apples in the Detroit area. There are. Uh, and lots of places are a rough spot to live, but almost every city has those places that are a rough spot to live. Um, it doesn't make the city a complete write-off. Don't bring your kids here. <laughs> I'll say that you don't really want your kids in the Detroit public school system. Uh, those teachers are pretty much overwhelmed. So I wouldn't recommend that, but if you don't have kids, come live, come live in Detroit, you have big houses at cheap prices. Yeah, I think I, I will not do that. However, on this <laughs> on this topic, if any representatives from Vizzy are out there, if you want to contribute to my campaign to make Vizzy the state drink of Connecticut, I'm your guy. <laughs> we can uh, do this. Wow. So Tanner totally turned you on those, huh? So it they are better. Like I will give him that. They taste better. And they're still, you know, relatively, I, I won't call healthy, but not terrible for you. Not a bunch of carbs. It's not like sitting there drinking, you know, can after can of fucking Bud Heavy that tastes like piss anyway. And is like <laughs> 700 calories. So there's uh, something to be said for it. And uh, it's got a surprising amount of alcohol in it for uh, what it is. Uh, I had one of my wife's uh, Jamaican Me Happy, the Seagram's wine cooler. And I think it said like three year and a half or 4%. So we, uh, didn't you say the Vizzies are like five or some shit like that? Uh, something like that. I don't yeah. have one handy, but yes. <clears throat> yeah, I like the Jamaican Me Crazy, excuse me, Jamaican Me Happy quite a bit. Uh, I'm, I think I'm a wine cooler guy if I'm drinking anymore. 
I had the only reason I had beers is because I had a burger and pizza with them. And I, that's one of the few cases where I like to have a beer with certain meals. Like I think I like the flavor of the beer and the burger or the pizza and the beer together. Yeah, you're definitely a Boone's Farm and Zima kind of guy. <laughs> no, I think we do. I would do Mad Dog 2020 before I bought Boone's Farm. Oh, well, you know, they, they both they both fit you well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I don't drink. <laughs> I don't count vacation drinking. That's you know, uh, having like I think altogether four drinks over the course of two days is not drinking. Well, no, while you were gone, we all drank more than that just during, you know, our, our six and a half hour fight companion. <laughs> How did that go? It went for six hours. Uh, we, we had a good time, even though the fights were pretty much just like, you know, one main event fight that anybody cared about. Right, right. We have come to the conclusion that your stupid betting site is terrible. <laughs> it's only terrible because I'm winning, I think. No, you're but, in like fifth place, Jay. I don't. Well, no, I I meant the actual betting part. Oh no, the betting part's stupid because you can't do prop bets or anything else. Like it's absolutely <clears> just <throat> nerd shit with like unreasonable odds and the inability to do like real betting. But regardless, I think the problem that we have with it is you know the picks part, which is the part that matters because it actually shows if you have you know any actual insight into the sport <laughs> is the fact that. The first fight and the main event have basically the same worth unless the main event happens to be like the, you know, the hot fight that's worth double. Right. Like, how does that make sense that me picking right on the first fight of the card between two people that no one has ever heard of <laughs> is worth as much as picking a main event? Like, that just sounds stupid. Well, you think, and the main I think event we should figured be worth that more? out that it's just, it is a, inherently flawed system and it shows that the site has not made its way out of the 80s <laughs> well if you can find another site that hosts uh, fantasy mma stuff i'd be more than happy to move over to it in the meantime i'm going to brag about my fucking gigantic lead on you hosers on the money side and yes the odds yeah, but nobody be cares about the money side again it's yeah, well, not well, actually it's not actual showing any like insight into fights it's right. exploiting a terrible odd system that is nowhere based in reality. Oh, well, it's still based in reality that the ads are normally they're the same. They just might be off in the numbers. Um, well, yeah, and, they're but, way uh, off in the numbers. Yeah. And if you. Which makes them completely unrealistic. So oh, everyone right, right. else but you, Jay, pays absolutely no mind to the betting and only cares about <laughs> the picks, which you happen to be in like third to last place. And the only reason you're not in last place is that K-Barbs is absolutely terrible at picking fights despite <laughs> having a vast knowledge of the people, you know, yeah. competing. I think a whole bunch of those things you just said aren't true. Well, I'm going to have to go to the leaderboards. Uh, You're in fourth, I think. Yeah, I'm in K-Barbs is in, like, second to last. Uh, Richard Gears Gerbil right. is in you, you, absolute you realize, last. You realize you're exactly, like, you know, eight points ahead of me. <laughs> And, you know, that's not even a one-fight pick, so I wouldn't get too cocky about that shit so far, my friend. Yeah, but that was with the site being absolutely hosed the first event mm, we did, and right, I had, like, right. three points for the entire event. Right. So, uh, right. So, you're basically, you're uh, telling me that you guys, the entire uh, league concedes on the money to me before it even starts because it's too complicated and wordy for you guys. 
No, it's just that we've all been actual gamblers. Right. And it is a piss poor representation of actually betting on fights. Oh, right, right. So just because the odds aren't accurate, that means you can't bet on them and make money. Because, <laughs> like, if you guys say, if this is a real world and they're like, oh shit, that's way off, I should definitely bet money on it. That makes it more realistic than ever, I think. The, fact, the one I'm, I'm going for uh, odds that I see aren't right. That's what you should always be looking for your betting. Who cares what the sports book look at that put it at? It's what no, the site's no, using. This is, this is more like you deciding that we're going to play basketball and you're going to say that layups count for four points and the three-point line doesn't count. And we'll be like, what the fuck are we playing then? <laughs> odds are odds. Just because the... Uh, oh, we've got a call coming in. Let's uh, see how that works out. Well, hello, caller. How are you doing today? Greetings, uh, Jennifer. No? Okay, one more time. Hello, caller. How are you doing today? No? Okay, well, we, we tried. We, we tried real hard. Jay, you broke it. <laughs> but, I mean, what the odds are in real life doesn't matter. You're looking at a set of odds, and you're, the entire point of making bets is to look at the odds and find the ones that you don't agree are right. So... All right, we're going to no, try Jennifer again. We, we, as a group, have said the betting is terrible and makes no sense. So we're yeah, pretty blah, much blah, 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 not blah, blah, putting any blah, stock blah, into blah, it. Blah, whereas blah, 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 blah. you're trying to say, hey, blah, I actually blah, know blah, something blah, 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 when it has no basis in reality, you fucking nerd. Blah, blah. Okay, let's take this call. <laughs> oh, I missed her. Oh, I missed her. Uh, oh, hey, how you doing, Keller? How you doing today? Keller, how you doing today? Good. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hello. I can, I can barely. Us. I can yeah. I can hear us, and I can barely hear you. Fine. Hello. What can we do for you today? Son of a whore. Hello. No. Okay. We tried. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that was an adult or not. In which case, you sh if, if that I'm, wasn't, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. You should stop right now. This is an adult-oriented podcast. Judging by the picture, I think it was a person. I, I think, yeah, that's just the whole connection right. wasn't great or the headset wasn't great or whatever else. But, yeah, okay, yeah we're gonna so try, there's we're that. Gonna, we're, we do we're have try fights one coming more up. Time. We're going to try uh, one more time. Oh, Jesus. Uh, why, I know, right, I'm going to take I, this. Have fun. No? <laughs> All right. How are you doing today? Right. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, I'm doing excellent. What can we do for you today? You're very muffled. You said. Pardon? Hello. All right. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> Hurry up and pee, Dalton. Well, Dalton, while Dalton's not here, I will point out what's here. I am here the entire goddamn time. Uh, I will say, Jennifer, uh -huh. definitely try to give us a call back another time. Maybe switch headsets or something because we couldn't hear you like literally at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, we will have fights this weekend. I I don't know if we'll do a fight companion because it's not. Uh, yeah, this card. I just went worth. and I looked and I kind of went down. And I was like, oh, hey, there's there's a decent fight. And then I kept scrolling down and I was like, wait, am I looking at the prelims? No, I'm looking at the main card. So that's not good. That's not good at all. Who's their main event? Uh, it's Pedro Munoz versus uh, Frankie Edgar. Uh, 
gosh, there's a guy that should be retired. Come on, Frankie, you, you, you shouldn't be fighting anymore. I mean, do you need the money? Is that what it is? And then the co-main event is Ovin mm-hmm. St. Preux. So I obviously mm-hmm. have heard of him right. versus Alonzo Menafield. Alonzo Menafield. Hmm. I have no clue who that is. Yeah, and then the, the fight before that, Marcin Procno versus Mike Rodriguez. Again, I, I don't know. Like, this is... Yeah, this is oh, going to be a fucking right. train wreck. Yeah. I think we're probably going to say that the fight companion is not necessarily going to be a thing. Or if it is, it'll be one of those laid-back ones that, you know, maybe we watch some softcore porn on Cinemax and then jump <laughs> in for the main event. Uh, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds sticky. Nah, you, you got to keep a sock near you. When you're done, <laughs> throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. Right, right. Yeah, so that I mean, it's even a bad UFC card is a good UFC card. You you know you're going to have uh, fun and be entertained. You just don't really have high expectations because you don't know any of the people. Yeah, I think it's more so. It's just I I don't believe I will be staying up till one in the goddamn morning to watch those fights. Yeah, no, I can see that. It's definitely one of those watch a replay for ninety percent of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit. Being up till one a.m. then getting up at three a.m. <laughs> Yeah, that's some bullshit. going about I, my day. Yeah. I, shit, I don't like doing it when I have the next day off. I mean, I like doing it, but I always pay for it, so to speak, you know? Because it's so Yeah, but we my, all know that, and, you know, when it comes to, you know, the, the audience and the, and the OG army and all of our good friends that call in and spend, you know, hours helping out the broadcast that you just, you don't care about them at all, Jay. <laughs> no, I care about being around to entertain them. Uh, if I started doing that, I'll start missing work and then be homeless, and then I won't be around for that. I'm I'm protecting the show's future, my friend. A likely story. I hear lots of excuses. Whereas <laughs> I had to be up when you normally get up, and I had to be on like calls and worthwhile while you just get up and you know try to work your way through some lifting, and then get to work at like 7 a.m. <laughs> a little bit earlier than that, but yeah, it's it's a different thing. Yeah, I'm really hoping that uh, people start getting less stressed out about this COVID thing fairly fast because we're already creeping up on Labor Day, which is when we close the pool uh, and the snack bar for the season, which seems really early, but we run out of people to run it really quickly because it's all college students and such that uh, we hire for the uh, snack bar. Um, They did buy a whole bunch of uh, industrial heaters to put in the back because here's the thing, they want to eat in the back or in the tent area, but they want the sides up because if you put the sides down, basically now you're inside again. So we've got like, I know they bought like eight new ones and they had some already that they're going to place around the tent and try to keep it warm underneath there. But that's quickly going to be a losing battle. Uh, we're going to get the heaters will give us a couple weeks into September, maybe the end of September. I can't really see them doing uh, much dining, even if the heaters uh, into October, unless it's unseasonably warm. Um, so once that happens, we will probably go to just a carryout service for the rest of the year. And I'm not sure if they're going to need me around for that kind of shit or not. And my wife, yeah, we'll, see. Less. we'll see how it goes. I mean, a lot of places are actually starting to ramp back up a little bit more. I know. So my company and our kind of, you know, downtown offices starting September 14th, I just got a message from this from like corporate starting the 14th. People can start going back to the office for us up to a 20% capacity, I think. 
So at least some mm-hmm. people, you know, can go back to the office and do it. Like I sure as fuck, I'm not going to do it because <laughs> I, well, I think they're going to have like, you know, there's probably going to be rules around like masks and shit like that. And like, I think conference rooms can only have a maximum of like two people in it or something. It all just sounds absolutely stupid. Until we're back to a hundred percent normal. I think, uh, yeah, I will be spending time in this office right here. Right. Well, our dining room could be open. We closed it ourselves because uh, the members decided that that wasn't safe. <laughs> so we had it open for like a week and a half. Uh, and then like the next week after that, we actually started allowing guests for uh, for lunch, but not dinner. And that lasted three days before the board decided they were just going to close the inside and allow no guests at all. Um, so we're, we're pretty serious about the entire like uh, protecting ourselves thing. The uh, president has sent out several strongly wor- worded letters about masks. <laughs> yeah, he's a big proponent of you have to have them on. He gets really upset when people walk into the club and then put their masks on. He wants them wearing those fuckers when they you know break the uh, doorway. <laughs> well, I mean, really, we're going into the unknown, right? Like, so this is supposed to follow like a typical kind of season, like like the flu does. So, what happens when we hit you know late fall? Like, are we all just going to be fucked again? I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, of course, the governor can always close things uh, when they want to. I don't like our we were we we remodeled our fitness center over the winter uh, and it looks like it's pretty much done, but we still don't have it open because I don't think the governor's allowing gyms, which that would be considered part of. So uh, we don't have any traffic because of that. Uh, the wife is certainly going to be in, in trouble if we close down the clubhouse. It's everything but carry out. So I may or may not have a job. It depends on how um, frugal they want to be. <laughs> yeah, because you know if the clubhouse is entirely closed, they can route technically route phone calls upstairs to the office people, and uh, then and like just have one of the wait staff uh, run the phone for the carryout hours. Hopefully, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't, I, that'd be kind of a bummer because I know they're doing fine financially and uh, I don't make that much money. So it's not like they're saving themselves a shitload to not have me come in. But I do think it's pretty unlikely that my wife will have a job once they close the clubhouse. Yeah, enough of bad news. <laughs> it better yeah. news. So a yeah, quarterly sir. report came out and found that the uh, mortgage delinquency rate has increased to one of the highest levels ever. So that's that's good news, right? No, I don't think that's good news. I think it's probably that's not good news? bad news. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't not sure how that stuff works. I would assume that's bad news. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess maybe I'm... Yeah, and now that I do read this, this does sound bad. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I can't imagine that being a good thing at all. Yeah, this is yeah, it's just it's fucked up. We're about to hit another like huge like housing market probably crash because of people getting you know sent the fuck out once eviction things are lifted. Right, and banks don't want houses. Banks want money, so they'll sell them all cheap, which will uh, flood the market. Yeah, it's it's gonna be some some shit. We're we're in for a, a very interesting end of the year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of mortgage things, uh, we were talking about the COVID. Uh, we read in an article today that the wife, uh, wife's previous company that she worked at, a place called uh, United Shore, 
uh, which is like a uh, mortgage uh, wholesaler, like they do mortgages and then sell them to people. Um, they had like 80 cases discovered the other day and they're a big company. There's probably a couple thousand people in that building and they're actually building another building across the street from it to, with what will be the world's longest skywalk, I believe, to connect them. Uh, so, but there's at least a couple thousand people in that building, I think, and 80 of them are already sick. It's, uh, and it's on the news because they're making a big deal about it because they're the saying the company kept it all hush hush, and, you know, and despite saying they're taking precautions, weren't taking precautions, and yada, yada, yada. So, uh, lots of times I kind of regret getting my wife a job at the country club because of this kind of shit we're having right now or maybe not having a job uh but at least it's not working at a place that's going to get you sick well i mean yes and or no like it could just as easily happen to your country club oh yeah i know we're taking all kinds of precautions but all it takes is you know one person walking through the clubhouse to, up to me to, to get a new mask because they forgot to bring one home with them. And out there, all, there you go. Now you had someone who could have been exposed walk, walk from one side of the club to the other. Exactly, Jay. I mean, this is like a, a herpes outbreak. You know, you just, you, you fuck the wrong person and just goddamn, everything goes to shit. Yeah, yeah. And I worry about that sometimes because I'm pretty much the focal point for Franklin Hills. I better hope I never get sick because then everyone's sick. Um, but it's kind of true. I see almost every employee in this place now because they all have to come in to check in. And that's people that are in like different buildings than me too, like the pro shop and the starters booth and the family rec center. They all come up to the front desk for me to check them in, every single person. Um, so uh, I'm in contact with all of the other employees. Now, granted, they're about six feet away. Uh, I have, as I've explained before, my office has like a window that people can walk up to and, you know, and ask for help with things and we have a, a small table in front of that so they there's like six feet between me and them <laughs> so i just reach way over if my temperature gauge and hit them so i'm not in close contact with them uh and obviously i'm wearing a mask but still it's every single person and then most of the members are not coming into the club hardly at all if they do they just go breezing by because they need to change in the locker room uh, they can't stay for any amenities there we're not allowing showers or steam room or shit like that they can just go in there and change uh but, but what little member traffic we have inside, I see all of it. Most of them stop to say hi. <laughs> um, so um, it's it's kind of fucked up. Uh, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. But so I just hope I never get sick. Well, I think don't don't we all hope that we never get sick? Well, yeah, but I I'd be really special, Jay. Goddamn, I am in this regard. I am because if I got sick, I most likely get a whole bunch of other people sick. So obviously the first thing I do in the morning, as soon as I walk in is check myself. Jay is patient zero. I could be, that would, that would suck. Oh dude, that'd be the worst thing in the world to, to uh, get one of these old people sick and have them die. I'd feel fucking horrible. Well, so Jay, uh, stop thinking about this. Otherwise you're going to end up shitting yourself. Like literally <laughs> and then all your extra medication is going for naught. And right, you won't be right. able to have, you know, a French bread pizza this time in September. Uh, well, okay, let's, let's end on a happy note. Uh, my mom called me, uh, excuse me, not my mom. Wow. My, my grandma called me, uh, for my birthday today to wish me a happy birthday. Uh, grandma is 91, uh, and I love her to death. She's basically the only family I have left on that side that I give a shit about. Um, so it was great to get a phone call from her. Uh, she, grandma is 91. Uh, so she's been around and seen some things. 
they just moved her into some sort of a li- assisted living place like two or three weeks ago. Uh, up until then, she lived alone. <laughs> so but, this is your grandmother. She's 91. Doing the quick math. Did your mother have you at like seven years old? Because aren't you like <laughs> almost 70? <laughs> no, I turned 47 today. Uh, so, um, and I can't remember how old my mom was. I think she was probably in her early 20s when she had us. Probably, did, you, did you eat some cake today, Jay? No, I know I you have medication. You can do it. I probably could. And wife, wife asked me if I wanted one, but no, I passed on it. Now, uh, cake's okay, but the, I would rather, you know, um, cheat with more of a savory thing. Like if I was really going to get something birthday again, I might try pizza again. But I decided, decided not to. So I had my normal food instead. I don't want to trigger something that lasts a couple days. Just for, especially not for cake. Cake's only okay. I think maybe a nice pie or something would be better. Well, goddamn, Jay, you have a few hours left. You gotta, you gotta do something special for the birthday. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, talk to the wife about that later. We'll see. <laughs> well, normally you go to bed, at, you know, three minutes from now. So yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a rough one. Yeah, it's gonna be a short conversation, I think. <laughs> and no, uh, thank you for that. Thank you for the birthday wishes, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, I am 47 now today, and I don't feel a day over. 47 i don't know <laughs> i was happy that i was able to walk, get around so much uh de- walking uh, at, on vacation my shins are really short, sore today uh but the, it's funny i've been having an issue with my part of my back burning if i stand up too long which i've told you about before i need a lot of standing and walking and sometimes i was miserable uh but on monday it seems like uh i might have walked my way through it because <laughs> i was walking around the neighborhood smoking a joint and uh they uh and I noticed my back had finally stopped hurting. I was like, ah, wow, I walked my way through it. Either that or I am just drunk and high enough for it to not hurt anymore. All right, we're going to give Jennifer one more t- chance before we get out of here. All right. Hello, Jennifer. How are you doing Jeff. today? Nope, still no. <laughs> oh, well, we tried. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, good... it, it was <laughs> worth a shot. Yeah, have a good night, Jennifer. We almost had a call. We and, almost and, had a call. We it's so one close. of those things, right? Like, yeah, if you can't hear the person, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm well. sure Jennifer had some gems, though. She was going to give you some sort of absolute wisdom or your 47th year on this earth, even though I'm pretty sure you just have done the woman thing and you stopped counting at 47, and every year is now your 47th birthday. <laughs> but we won't tell anyone, Jay. I would, if I was you, gonna... me, the army, the YouTube section, and this being archived for all times. Oh, well, it's good to know. No, I, I don't know. If I wouldn't stop at 47, if I was going to stop, it would probably have been at 37. I mean, uh, that seems like a better age to stop at. But I don't mind being older. I don't, like, as I've mentioned before, I don't feel old. Uh, I feel better than I have ever have for the most part. So. I have things hurt and shit, but that's for life anyways. I'm assuming some of it's because I'm older, but some of it's just because I got fucked up shit. So that's not, doesn't change as you get older. Well, there you go, everybody. Jay's words of wisdom in aging gracefully completely fuck up your life as much as you can for the first 39 years then start doing things correctly. And you will always feel young. Yeah, very. Yep, there you go. I I fucked up myself so much in my twenties and thirties 
that you know it's just so my body's so happy with what i got going on right now <laughs> so i don't know dude you got anything you want to talk about before we start getting out of here we got a couple minutes ah let's see if i think not a bunch i, I think we do uh, we probably, sh yeah, we probably should talk about the fact I think tomorrow or Thursday we should have K-Barbs call in and we can, you know, really break down these fights between all of these people that we have such a deep, deep knowledge of. <laughs> this is going to be a very in-depth breakdown of a UFC card of such household names as that guy, <laughs> the other person, Takashi Sato. <laughs> uh Austin Hubbard and on the UFC card the second fight of the evening is currently listed as blank versus blank wow those guys are really good oh yeah passing. we're going to start the night with Timor Valia versus Mark Striegel but then that <laughs> next fight yeah like nobody knows it's it's going to be a fight there's, there's going to be a fight. We guarantee it. It could be in the octagon. It might be in the stands. <laughs> oh, maybe not with the How whole COVID How do you COVID feel thing. if you are Timur uh, Valiev or Mark Striegel and you just happen to be, you know, like checking things out? You're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be fighting in the UFC. That's awesome. Let me go check it out on the UFC website. Oh, damn. They don't even have my picture. And then you see that you are ranked lower on the card than nobody versus nobody. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, don't worry, we'll find people better than you. Uh, mind your own business. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the janitor versus one of the ring card girls, but yeah, hey. you guys definitely, you know, you're you're the lowest totem on this poll. Oh, before we got, get out of here, I actually uh, went ahead and got UFC 4 and I played it a little bit. So how do you like it? Uh, I don't, not even a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to work at it. Maybe a little bit better. The things that made me angry right off the bat is I have to be a heavyweight. Otherwise your cap is six, four and even at heavyweight, they cap it at six, six. So I, I weigh two Oh six, six, six in the game. Uh, I did find a body tape that looked a lot mine, like mine. So I put tattoos on it. So the creative fighter, other than the fact that I want to be fighting at like 186 or 190 at, you know, at like middleweight and it won't let me, uh, cause six, four is way shorter than I am. Well, yeah, I mean, but so at least comparatively speaking, the interesting thing, yeah, go ahead and start at heavyweight, make your fighter or whatever. Yeah. And then you just scale down like you can put that fighter in any division. So all you got to do is create yourself once and then you can be in literally any division, even the women's divisions. Right. So I would right. like to see what your creative, created passive J looks like in, you know, women's flyweight. <laughs> Yeah, but it's probably going to shrink down the size and stuff as well, I imagine. Well, yeah, it does, but, like, you would still be... So, like, say say you created yourself a heavyweight and you made yourself as tall as possible. Yep. That means when you scale down to light heavyweight, you're still basically going to end up being the tallest possible light heavyweight. Same right, with all right. the other divisions. So, comparatively speaking, you're always going to be the tall, skinny guy. Right, right. And 206, it actually doesn't look too ridiculously off than what I would probably weigh look like if I fought professionally because obviously jokes aside that you don't want me fighting at middleweight because I weigh walk around weighing 186 or 187 clearly I would need a lot more muscle on my frame to be a competitive mixed martial arts fighter uh regardless of how in shape I am you know that would you just I just couldn't do it I was not would not be strong enough uh so I would probably have to be 205 206 minimum before I was at a spot where I was probably strong enough to compete at that shit 
Yeah, so I think the main thing is uh, take a little bit more time on your created fighter, and you're going to have to post him on the OG so we can all see the uh, the wonderment that is Passive J in UFC 4. <laughs> I'll have yeah, to take, a, take some time to take a picture of mine as well. I didn't take that much time on it because I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> but I did uh, as I'm, well as I could to get Dalton in UFC 4 as well. Except right. I started at heavyweight, and I kept the right height of 6'1". So as I scale down into those other divisions, I'm kind of short. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It depends on how you look at it. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Um so far, like I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of it, both mostly because I'm not very good at it. I did find out you can spam takedowns and win fights like that, but even that's dangerous because you you uh, drain your stamina so fast that you can get knocked out like a motherfucker just from one or two good shots. Yeah, so there's they're gonna have to patch the entire thing anyway because stamina is all fucked up and things like that. But it's still relatively fun once you get the hang of it. Like I've kind of kept myself from going online too much because right now it's just kind of the wild west of people just you know going crazy figuring out like ways to exploit the system so they can throw you know 700 punches in one round right right um and i don't even have the online portion on that yet i haven't uh, upped up for playstation plus i figure i'd check out the career mode and learn the moves and shit like that before i tried fucking playing to other people well, so this this may not be enticing at all, but there is also something that we could end up playing with the OG army. What's that? Um, on PlayStation Four, outside of the UFC, if you do uh do the PlayStation Plus right now, I mm -hmm. think Fall Guys is the like free game for the month uh -huh. that you get, and apparently that's like a big thing on both PlayStation and PC right now. It's just some stupid like party game. Sorry, I've never heard of it, but I'm but apparently like, it's kind it of a out. big thing. A bunch of people like have kind of drawn to it, and it's just the dumbest thing. Anyway, from what I see, basically, you have your little avatar or whatever, and it really it is a party game. You start out with like fifty people or something in a lobby, and then you basically go through rounds and like you know first thirty to qualify, make it to the next round, and there's a bunch of silly like obstacle courses and shit like that. Yes, PB Fall Guys. Well, oh, that sounds interesting. And so basically, it's just a huge multiplayer game. Yeah, it's just a, a complete fuck around game. It's not something that you're going to take super serious, but just something to to waste some time. Um, I I think you can invite up to like three people to make sure that you're always in the same lobby. But really, the thing is, is like if you were going to do this sort of thing live, all you would do is like. You'd get your four-person group and then just tell people to, you know, form up their own groups of four and then just make sure you're all starting at the same time and more than likely you're going to end up in the same game. So like right, I said, I right. think it's like 50 or 60 people that start out that eventually get whittled down to, you know, one winner. Well, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, I'll definitely check that out. Well, so, so if you're going to do that, make sure you do the PlayStation Plus thing before the end of the month because I think it's... I think it's free right now. If not, it's probably only like a $20 or $30 thing. But still, why not get it for free if you can get it for free? Yeah, I'd rather get it for free. All right. Well, I think that kind of makes the show for tonight. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. We can't do the show without you. I want to thank my co-host uh, Dalton for holding down the fort while I was on vacation. 
Uh, what else should you get? You got anything else uh, today, sir? Yeah, I've got two things. Number one, way to turn your back on all of our fans who have spent this time with me eight hours in a row talking <laughs> things like taxes and you know the meaning of life. And we've almost doubled our YouTube subscribers and people have, you know, just thrown nickels and nickels and dimes at, at us while you weren't here on the Podbean. So I want to thank everyone that did help out the show in Jay's terrible, terrible absence. <laughs> and as I've been told on the interwebs, I should say this at least once a show, but if you are enjoying yourself here, follow us on Podbean subscribe to us on YouTube and stalk me. If you dare, I will be changing in front of the window at eight 45 this evening. Naked. <laughs> I won't be. But other than that, the only other way that we can ever close this show is three simple words. Those being a fuck all y'all. You guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 6. Bye-bye. Screw you, hippie! <laughs>